So, do you know the reality of your reel? On this installment of The Grind Defined, I'll discuss our mental reel and the four elements of a mindset foundation reset. So get ready because the grind becomes official right now. beautiful people. Greetings and welcome to The Grind Defined. Terrell and Michelle here, certified spiritual mindset and wellness coach, helping high achieving women find fluidity between their emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being by bridging the gap between who they are in service and who they were designated to be by our creator. Ooh, wow. Can you believe it? We are already in the third week of October. You know what? The, the the year has flown by, but making it to Q4 and at this point, it's like, okay, 2021 is about to be wrapped up. So I'm curious, what do you think the end of the year is going to be like for you? I'm pretty sure if you're anything like the rest of the world, you've had an interesting year. Not going to assume that everything has been challenging or negative. There are some of us who have had some challenging spaces or places that we would rather forget. Maybe we're still in them and we're trying to get past them. But then there are some of us who have had a little bit of a different experience. Maybe you've had a mix of the two. But at the end of the day, what do you think the moral to the story for your life this year is going to be by the time we make it to December 31st. Hmm. I'm kind of like there. I'm kind of wondering. So moving into November, I kind of, I believe I have a vibe for where all of this is going. But before I get into my vibe and spidey senses tingling and all of that kind of stuff, welcome back if you've been here before to The Grind to Find. And if you haven't, hey, I thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to check me out for the first time. If you haven't already, please go to thegrinddefined.com, click on feed, and that way you will be updated when I upload. But remember, whatever app you choose, because there are several, you're gonna wanna hit that notification bell so that you'll be alerted when I upload. And that's for some plain tea. If you like your tea with some stuff in it, if you're kinda extra, there are a lot of people who are extra. Some people just, you know, heat my tea and just have it, you know, they don't want it too hot, too cold. Maybe a little bit of room temperature. I don't know. But they're pretty basic with their tea. And there's nothing wrong with basic. I don't think that basic is boring. Basic is smooth. But if you're a little bit more than basic, you like, no, you need to put some stuff in my tea. If that's you, then you're definitely going to want to join the list. <laughs> and when you join the list, you get the opportunity to know what's going on behind the scenes with these episodes, as well as new things to come. Not only on thegrinddefined.com, but also on tarolandmichelle.com. So if you like your tea plain, okay, go ahead and follow. If you like a little something extra in your tea, then you're definitely going to want to join the list. And by all means, if you like what's going on here, share. Please share it with someone that you know, because the more of us together defining our grind on our own terms, the better, the more the merrier in the community. All right, so now getting into element four of our mindset foundation reset. Over the month of October, we have been exploring the negative reel 
that many of us can relate to having in our mind. And that negative reel is just a compilation of negative and hurtful information that just seems to appear and play like you flip a switch and it plays in your mind without warning. This month has been dedicated to unraveling that reel. We started off with the first installment, the first acronym in the series on episode four, FEAR, which dealt with cause, the reason for why this would happen. The next one was FAST, which dealt with a pause and the reset. In the last episode, episode six, we dealt with fuel. And then we're going to be in this episode dealing with the final acronym, LEAP. And, uh, oh, I didn't say that fuel was dealing with renew and LEAP is dealing with reviving that reel that plays in our mind. And so for this particular installment, this acronym, I'm so excited about this because we're going to be talking about identifying the voice of God. Now, I don't know if I'm the only one. I'm pretty sure I'm not because much of the much of what I discuss on the grind to find these are human conditions. These things that we go through are not specific to one person. And the trick of the enemy is to convince us that when we're going through things that are so very basic and common and human, that because we're uncomfortable with them, they're inconvenient in our lives and the areas that can be a struggle that we're the only one. We'll tend to internalize and judge ourselves about having these challenges, but I can't stress enough These things are a human condition and so very necessary in God being able to take us to the next level. So one of the areas that has proven challenging for me and a lot of my clients is identifying when you're actually hearing the voice of God. A lot of people say, how do I know when it's God that's talking to me as opposed to something else? And so that's very important to make a part of the acronym LEAP, which I'll detail in just a little bit. It's so very important for us to become clear about what that voice is. And so um, I'm definitely going to enjoy sharing this information with you today. For those of you who are catching this, catching me, The Grind to Find, for the first time today, you can begin this series at episode four, which is going to detail this mental reel for you. It's going to break everything down for you. You'll be able to get into the process of fasting when it comes to your mindset, refueling, and then you'll make it here. I highly recommend that you go ahead and check out the entire series. It's been a pleasure to do and feedback has been great. And I think it'll be something that will be extremely beneficial to you. All right. All right. So before I get into content, let me just do a little bit of a recap to put into perspective the power of our minds. You see, our minds store and catalog whatever information we give it. We interpret that information, draw our conclusions, and proceed based on the conclusions that we draw. And when that data is unfavorable, the emotion and self-judgment associated with it impacts how that stored information is interpreted, the conclusions we reach, and more importantly, the act we take. Those actions are almost always based on flawed perceptions of who we are and why, because we're taking those actions based on negative information. Now, as time progresses, the negative highlights from hurtful experiences are stored in our memory, compiling over time to create a reel of hurtful memories from hurtful experiences. Similar feelings, surrounding settings, and people can trigger those memories of past hurt or failures to seem to replay over and over again without warning. 
And so with that in mind, we're going to go ahead and move into the fourth element of our Mindset Foundation Reset Leap. Youth definitely is wasted on the young. The last thing that should have been running through my mind as I stood there. I never knew that blood could literally boil until that day. My heart raced so expediently that I could taste the adrenaline that radiated through my body. The internal heat ignited by rage made the hot water that rippled from my hair then rolled down my neck in between my breasts and along my torso to rest in my waistband insignificant. There was no turning back. All I could do was move forward and forward included inflicting pain. This moment served as a culmination of every time I folded when I should have played. This represented every time I wanted to take a big risk to get the payoff for myself but didn't trust my own instinct enough to follow through. This had to be my answer for all the times I saw what I wanted and ignored what was actually there. All I needed was a reason and this was the best one at the moment. I stood there disgraced, disrespected, and fucking tired of being the bigger person in a low moment. This time, I'd meet him in the gutter and show him what it means to go low because all this time he ain't been doing it right. After the battle, we laid in the same bed together that evening. Me, with sensitive skin irritated by the sheets and him nursing a concussion, he slept so peacefully. And I laid there gazing into the most beautiful moonlit navy blue sky. The Lord knows I love the beauty of his beautifully blackened night sky. I thought, God, thank you for this gift to soothe my heart and my irritated skin. And I was surprised when he answered my prayer with a gentle whisper, hit him. I'd spent all day trying to unplug the energy source that ignited my rage and the beautifully blackened sky seemed to be confirmation that my work had paid off. I'd called calm into my temple. Now as I lay in calm, I'm being called to create the finale to this story. The whisper understood what my flesh wanted. The whisper supported what my ego needed. The whisper validated my self-judgments and urged me not to miss the opportunity to, for once, be my own solution. That night, my worst fears of being weak, needy, gullible, stupid, expendable, forgettable, and a damn fool were resurrected in my gut. The whisper wanted me to remember, to feel the rejection. I couldn't let this go. I had to make it right. I rose from the bed and walked into the kitchen. I grabbed the newly seasoned cast iron skillet my grandmother gifted me for my new place. As he lay there sleeping, I watched his chest gently rise and fall with each breath he took. The whisper had my back and understood my pain. The whisper presented me with an answer and rationalized it as the only answer a strong woman would enact. As I raised the skillet just above my shoulders, the navy blue blackened sky that once cloaked the whispers that connected with my heart in darkness became illuminated by the marvelously magnetic moonlight. I saw my shadow on the wall. Tears flowed. The light broke the hypnotic bliss I believed I was in moments ago and revealed what now felt like shame and loss. I lowered the skillet, left the room, called my mom, asked her to come and pick me up, and left, never to return. All throughout life, we hear whispers of direction and influence from within, but how do you know when that whisper, whether heard or felt, is from God? You have to take a leap to learn the difference. The struggle to identify the voices from within is one that every one of us will have at some point in time in our life. Unfortunately, it's not something where you make it through and you find a remedy and now the only voice you'll ever hear is the voice of God. Unfortunately, leveling up in life requires that there's duality there, that you're always going to have to practice so that you're certain 
as to what voice you're hearing and which voice you're actually allowing to guide not only your mind, but your movements, because our movements begin in our mind. So there are a couple of different ways that we choose to communicate and to talk to God. And we all know about prayer. Prayer is our ask, as it says in our First Theologians chapter 5, verse 17, where it says, pray without ceasing. But there are many of us who choose to create a space for us to listen and to be able to receive. I personally love, love, love meditation. It's a regular part of what I do. I love creating that space to listen because it's a great way to detox my mind periodically. So I look forward to it. But but anytime you clear out a space, you have to be intentional because if you're not, you can allow something into that space that you don't want in there. An example of this would be 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14, where it says, And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. When we're dealing with matters of the heart, which is most of what our life is about, we have to be very careful about that space where we're sitting and we're listening. Because if we allow ourselves to become immersed in what our heart desires, and we allow that to be the driving force in decisions that we make, it becomes much easier for us to go off the rails and to be led astray. Jeremiah 17, chapter 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And this is true because our heart, when we're dealing strictly in emotion, how we feel is not fact. How we feel is not necessarily the reality of what's happening around us. It's just simply enacting emotion in response to something that we feel is out of our control. And that's what we have to be careful of. So when answers are coming to us in the form of instant gratification, something momentary, but not an actual solution, if an answer seems to disconnect you from healing or it's pacifying you and distracting you as opposed to you being connected. When an answer requires justification, these are some things that let you know that your heart is speaking and not necessarily God speaking to you. Now, when God speaks, on the other hand, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Now, if we take a moment to just think about that just a little bit, all of the things that were mentioned within this scripture, the teaching, the rebuking, the correcting, the training, none of these things are instantaneous. All of these things require an awareness, a practice, some patience, and some endurance. These things happen over the course of time. It's something that one has to choose to participate in because they see the value in it and stay the course. It is a marathon. It is not a sprint. John chapter 17 verse 17 says, Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is the truth. That means that in order for us to create the binds that we need to be able to not only connect to God, 
But to know that that voice that we're hearing is God is to make sure that we stay within the word. And when we stay within the word, then that's when you create an atmosphere within your life for that teaching, for that rebuking, for that correcting and that training. And in doing it with the word as your guide, you are doing it in righteousness. Now, when we talked about, or when I mentioned, not we, talking like you're talking too. See, I'm inclusive. You guys are a part of this. <laughs> We're in this together. But when I gave some different examples of being led by your heart, I talked about when answers are coming in the form of the instant gratification, the momentary answers, the, the disconnects. But when you're hearing from God, instead of answers, you're getting solutions. And how do you know that it's a solution as opposed to just a momentary answer? Well, it's a solution when choosing stillness while in the middle of a storm is required. It's a solution when your focus is solely on you and God and not the person who you have the disconnect with, the anger with, who is the source of your pain. When you're led by your heart, you need that instant gratification because you want to be the judge and they need to pay for this right now. <laughs> That's what that story was talking about. It was talking about, I have an answer. Mm -hmm. And it's right here in the form of this nice and shiny seasoned skillet. But on the other hand, solutions require the other person not being a factor, which is what makes that challenging because that's typically not what we want to do. That's typically not what the heart is telling you that you want to do. Another sign that this is a solution and most likely the voice of God is because you're seeing your own personal value above your pain. For you to take the pause that's necessary to connect in this way, that means that you're valuing yourself over the moment. You're valuing the mission over the man. I mentioned that before. Also, two solutions will require you going deeper than how you feel. Matters of the heart are just on the surface. Solutions coming from the voice of God are deep within, and it requires you wanting to create a space to go as deep as you possibly can, no matter how long it takes, because you know that that's actually not only your solution, but it's a more accurate representation of who you are as a soul in Christ. And finally, solutions require you wanting to believe that God is who he says he is. And when you believe that God is who he says he is, that is having faith. Now, I mentioned faith in the last episode as a part of the FUEL acronym as well. And faith in this particular acronym, the thing that's different about it, and I'm going to get into the acronym in just a second, the thing that's different about faith in this stage is in the last stage, you were connecting to faith, which would be your new foundation for faith. But faith within this particular space is you understanding and creating an awareness of how that faith is going to be challenged and now having the tools to be able to respond, which means you're elevating your faith so that you're not thrown off track. So now let's get into the acronym for LEAP. And what that stands for is listen, expect, activate, and pursue. Listen and receive clarity. Expect fear. Activate 
your faith, and then go ahead and put that chest up and shoulders back and pursue. So now let's get in just a little bit deeper. I decided to begin this part of this discussion talking about being able to hear God because at this point of the Mindset Foundation Reset, I'm going to assume for the purposes of conversation from those, for those of you who have been with me since the start of this month, that you're aware now because you've listened to episode four about the foundation of fear within your mind and that negative reel and how that negative reel will replay some of the most hurtful information that you've stored over and over again without warning. So now you're clear about how to address that and to reset that reel. Then you were able to do a mindset fast so that you were able to clean out the data that was no longer uh, serving you and was showing up as famine in your mindset. Now you were able to create an atmosphere so that you could go right into fueling your mindset, resetting it with some positive information and data so that when that switch flips and information plays, it's information that's going to fuel you in your life and empower you, make you feel stronger, make you feel like you can take on the world. You now know that you get to choose what data you keep. And you also have a way to discard data that you don't want to keep within your mindset. And now that we're in the last phase of leaping, it's so important to be so very clear, crystal clear on how to go about connecting to God in a way that you know when you're hearing his voice above all others. The work that you would do to get to this particular element in the Mindset Foundation Reset means nothing if you're not aware that throughout this process, the goal for the enemy is to throw you off track, to get you off your square, like how they used to say um, back in the day. But the best thing that any of us can do when it comes to any impending battle is to prepare ourselves. And so that's what this element of the Mindset Foundation Reset is all about. So when we talk about the L in LEAP, listen and receive clarity. A question to consider is when you listen to receive God's orders, what are you willing to remove to be open to his direction? Now, this is something that will require most people to sit down with a journal and a piece of paper. You know, journaling is the best because it allows you to be able to be present not only in the moment, but to go back and receive where you were in terms of your mindset and your heart at the time that you wrote it. So if you're one who does not journal or you've had an issue with staying consistent with journaling, I would highly recommend that you put forth the effort to stay consistent with it because it's a layer of clarity that is so amazing to have. But this is one where if you sit and write out things that are in your life that have been a distraction and Sometimes distractions don't only uh, come in the form of something that, um, let's say, is like an explosion that, that mixes, you know, levels everything to the ground. We expect for, for a distraction to be something like that. A distraction could be a round peg in a square hole, something that you've been holding on to and trying to make fit that hasn't fit. But it's been there so long that you're just used to it being there. So you're just going to try to make it fit. This question is for you to think deeply about anything within your life that's not flowing. If it's not flowing, then is it possible that trying to hold on to it or to make it fit or to make it work or to make it make sense 
that that can be getting in the way of what God wants for you in the next space that he's trying to take you to. So that's, that's something for you to think about. For the E, expect fear. What are you most fearful of? And it's so critically important for you to be honest about this with yourself because God can't help you to work through what you won't even acknowledge. He already knows, but you have to be on the same page. So there's nothing wrong with being real with yourself about what your fears are. And let's be clear about things that may be small fears. And I say small because we tend to quantify things. You know, we'll say, well, you know, that bothers me, but it, you know, it's not that much. It doesn't bother me as much as that. It doesn't matter. You know, if something bothers you, it bothers you. If something scares you, and it could be something as simple as leaving a job that you've been in forever to find one that you actually like and don't hate and have to talk yourself into getting up to go to work every day. Preparing yourself to move from that situation could be God's way of moving you into a better situation. So when I ask the question, what do you expect in terms of fear? Let's clean out the closet. Any and everything residual that's left that could be a stumbling block for you. Now is the time to lay that out because we're leaping past any and everything that was before in the fear stage, in the fast stage, in the fuel stage. We're now leaping beyond any of that. So this is a space to address any loose ends that you may have had left behind from before. The A, activate. Now I talked a little bit about activating faith just a moment ago, but to go a little bit further, what this means in this particular stage of this element is that you're creating an awareness of how your faith will be tested so that you can be prepared to address those tests righteously as opposed to carnally. For some reason, we tend to forget that there are going to be consistent tests that are going to come up. And why? Because the tests are necessary for us to level up in our life. You can't continue to go higher if you haven't had spaces where you've been lower. And it's really about sharpening your skill spiritually. So these things are a necessary evil, if you will. I call them evil because they're not easy. <laughs> but no, the tests are not meant to be evil. The tests are not done to us. The tests are done for us. So instead of the mindset that I used to have, and I know a lot of people who still have it, where if I could just get to a space in my life well, I don't have to deal with this mess. That is the mindset that a lot of us have. And that's what is the perfect breeding ground for depression, for self-judgment, and a whole lot of ways of coping, which many of the ways of, of coping are, are typically not good and they're not healthy. But it's the perfect breeding ground for that because that mindset is unrealistic. It's an unrealistic expectation. And when you have that, you're setting yourself up to fail. Because life is about not only the triumph, but the test. There's duality in everything that we do. And so expecting this duality, understanding why it's happening, and being prepared instead of just finding ourselves in a space where we were on autopilot and life has now dictated how we move. We get to dictate how we're gonna move within life and allow life to shape around us. We do have that power, but we have to have a climate within our minds and our mindsets where we are intentionally specific 
about what we're going to encounter, how we're going to go about addressing it, what are we going to take from our tool chest, our spiritual tool chest, to practically apply when these things come up, and what plan do we have in place to continue to move forward? It's okay to stumble, chip a toe, not chip a toe. Jesus Christ, please don't chip your toe. Don't chip your toe. Because then you're going to have to go to the doctor and get it wrapped up. It's going to be a bill and you ain't going to be able to wear cute shoes. <laughs> I meant chip a toenail. And I'm not editing that out. <laughs> chip a toe. But anyway, you might chip a toenail. You may even get a strawberry on your knee because you tripped and skint. Heck, you might actually fall down. But at the end of the day, prepare for what you're going to do to pick yourself back up and keep moving. That's what it's about. It's not like any of this stuff is brand new. You've been through it before. You've made it beyond it before. Newsflash is gonna happen again. So having ourselves prepared and actually the difference in facing these things, uh, becoming, understanding that we have these tools and we're actually going to use them. <laughs> we're actually going to, in the moment, choose to use the tools that we have. That's what it's all about. And then the P when we talk about pursuit. Yes, now is the time for you to plot your grand pursuit. By the time you get to this point, we've already touched on a little bit of your of your calling. And I didn't talk a lot about um, your, your calling within this. I just dibble-dabbled on it a little bit. But if you're not clear with what your calling is, we'll have a, the opportunity in another episode. If you're on the list at thegrindtofind.com, click join the list. If you're on the list, then um, it'll be within the email when we'll actually have a conversation around that specifically because I've had a couple people ask me about it. But back to the grand pursuit. Now is the time for you to not only think and plan big, but to be big about it when you're going through your life. Because here's the thing, even with the help of God, you can't actually bring into fruition what you don't believe. And if you're not living as though it's so, then you don't believe it, period, point blank. When you understand the word of God and you believe the word of God, you have faith in the word of God, then you know that these things are already promised and they're already done. But you can't have faith without the work. And the work can't be just enough to sustain your everyday. The work has to be as though the pursuit that you've plotted out is a wrap. And what you're doing is getting everything in place. So when the divine timing is right and it's time to slide into that slot, you've dotted I's and crossed T's before you even had the letters in place. That's what the divine pursuit has to be about. None of this means anything if you're not living as though this is your life now. And I know for some of you listening, especially if you're having a challenging time, I could I could just see some of you, you listening, you like, listen, I'm trying to figure out how to pay this car note. Got these freaking teenagers acting a gal darn fool. I'm sick and tired of what's going on with work or maybe your girlfriend is getting on your nerves, your boyfriend's getting on your nerves, your relationship stuff and all are all of those things are life and all of those things are lower vibration. I'm talking about making a choice in the face of all of those things to choose a higher vibration for yourself. 
That's what I'm talking about. And it is a practice. It is definitely a practice. But know that it's not only doable, it's already done. We just have to believe it and choose to go to that space above anything else. That's what we have to choose. That's what has to matter most to us. All right? All right. Well, that is it for content today. That concludes the four-part series of the Mindset Foundation Reset. If you haven't had the chance to catch the whole thing, good thing for you. All you have to do is go back and catch episodes four through seven to get yourself caught up. By all means, if you have any questions, shoot me an email, connect at thegrindtofind.com. If you haven't already followed me, I don't know. I don't know what you waiting around for and that's okay. Thegrindtofind.com. <laughs> Click on feed. You get that plain tea. You want that tea with some good, good, anything, you're going to want to go ahead and join the list. As always, it's been phenomenal spending this time here with you. Uh, I look forward to the next time that we're here together. But in the meantime, remember, always define your grind and never let the grind define you. Terrell and Michelle out until next time. Peace and abundant blessings. Enjoy your weekend.